Welcome to another Universal Orlando podcast. I'm Melody. And that's the cat. <laughs> I didn't know you we were continuing this. Okay. I guess I'm Ash. You're Ash? Mm-hmm. Okay. It'd be really weird for someone who's coming in on our fifth episode and didn't listen to anything else besides this one. Well, we've also never revealed our cat's name. Thought we have. No. Just, we kept calling him Cat. <laughs> okay, well, his name is Ash, because he's gray. And we're Nick and Melody. Who is who? Is the cat Nick? We'll let the listeners decide. Okay. In this episode, I will be talking about my updated hype list for Halloween Horror Nights 32 and Jurassic World, Universal's great movie escape, Jurassic World. Woot! Not park. Not park. Jurassic World. Two yep. different things. I wish it was Jurassic Park. That'd be cool. But anyways, on to the episode. Spoiler warning. For? Everything. Houses. Uh, uh, Stranger Things Season 4. Uh, Exorcist. Uh, everything. The escape rooms. Escape rooms. Thank you, Kat, for that input. <laughs> I'm going to let him out now, though. Okay. Okay, so I will get right on into my updated hype list. And then we shouldn't, theoretically, we shouldn't be talking about Halloween Horror Nights for a while. Unless there's some big breaking news. Mm-hmm. Breaking news! Nick is redoing his hype list. That's what it'll sound like if there's breaking news. Oh, okay. <laughs> breaking news! There is breaking news, though. What? I have found out Universal has hidden little tiny frogs in the houses for people to find. Like figurines? Like I don't know. I never I saw hope them. so. Uh, Russia Fears talked about it. UUOP, I think, talked about it. Now we're talking about it. Now we're talking about it. I never saw it, so I'm taking their word for it. I trust them. They do Halloween Horror Nights, you know, for a living, so... Mm-hmm. Before we go into your hype list. I'm talking about tiny frogs. I don't care. Wow. We have a thing to update. I was in my breaking news segment and you're just like, <laughs> let me take it over with children. That is our life. Fine. Go ahead. So I am 28 weeks pregnant. Not 27? Nope. 29? Nope. In okay. between 28. Okay. I am now in my third trimester. Not Woot. the seventh. I'm glad there's not seven. <laughs> Very true. And anyway, things to size is a bowling pin. She is one bowling pin? The length of one bowling pin. Is she the weight of a bowling pin? Oh, look who's not prepared. She theoretically weighs 2.67 pounds. If you don't do pounds, I do not have the converted weight right now. How dare I'm you? I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you not know the metric? Well, we are American, so we, we don't do weights. We do sizes of things. Like, you know how everybody's just like, oh, it's the weight of seven cars, instead of saying the poundage. Oh, yeah. Or like, Americans oh, it's weird. over there behind the tree on the left. I don't know. <laughs> it is seven McDonald's tall. 
five cheeseburgers long. Probably because it's just easier to visualize it, and but it's harder to visualize like thirty six inches. That is very true. Breaking news. <laughs> Universal has hidden tiny frogs in the houses. Yes, yes, and everyone else has talked about it. Yes, I never saw them. I wish I saw them. You also didn't know about them until after. Nope. Uh, HHN bear is in the Yeti house. Apparently, the bear that's that a you thing. saw? Yep, I saw a bear. Apparently, if you start saying bear, 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 the uh, the bear in the house will start like dancing. Oh my word. It's really funny. <sighs> I also got that information from Russia Fear, so giving mm-hmm. them credit because I don't want to steal information. Because I saw the bear, but I did not know about that. I did not even know that the bear was a thing. <laughs> You're just I thought like, it was cocaine bear. <laughs> you were like, the Yeti is in the woods. There's also a bear. Thematic. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't know that there was a little kid that killed a baby Yeti in the house. I didn't even see a baby Yeti killed. Oh, my word. I went through the whole house saying, thinking, oh, I didn't even see a baby Yeti. I was lied to. Apparently, it was there. Ew. I remember seeing a kid, I think. I don't know. I was too scared. (laughs) I had an ugly Yeti popping out at me every 10 seconds. Anyways, we are moving on to my updated hype list. Yes. Are you going to go over your old hype list? I will. Okay. So, I have three different lists. So, my overall hype list, I did from 10 to 1. It was Darkest Deal, Blood Moon, Exorcist, Believer, Last of Us, Yeti, Dr. Oddfellows, Universal Monsters, Chucky, Dueling Dragons, and Stranger Things 4. Mm-hmm. If that was fast to you, just listen to an old episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, put it to 0.5 speed. (laughs) <laughs> or just get an in-depth list of listen why to her an hour and a half video yeah video eh, who knows anyways of those 10 houses i only went through six of them mm-hmm. which is still a pretty good number yep i wasted money on express pass i am deeply depressed well it kept you from getting more sick you're well, fine that's fine anyways i went through stranger things dueling dragons the ice side Exorcist, Yeti, Blood Moon, and Universal Monsters. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for my updated hype list? Yes. Are we going to put in some drum roll here? <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> I felt more like a helicopter. <laughs> that was really bad. I'm taking that out. That was bad. Nope, you're leaving it in. Executive decision. Don't care. If I listen to this again, and it's not in there, I will riot. I will throw a tantrum, like the baby does. <sighs> I will flail my arms around whenever you take something from me. <laughs> Anyways, my updated hype list. So, I will start at the bottom. Dueling Dragons. Oh no! Your number two went to ten? Well, okay, I, I'm only, I only re-ranked the houses I went through. Okay, so it's number six. Yeah. Okay. So. Hard to rank. Yeah, but still, even if that's a big drop. I will say this. My five through two, mm-hmm. they can all be number twos in my opinion. Oh. 
They were all, I couldn't really rank them. They were all really good. Dueling Dragons, though, everyone loves it. I, not so much. It was boring. Apparently, there was a lot of lore from the original Dueling Dragons ride. Mm -hmm. I don't remember it. To me, it was just big old dude with a beard gets turned into a tree, and there's dragons. (laughs) Woo. I also can't really say that much because I also didn't go through the fire side. And apparently there's four endings, so technically I only got one of the four endings. So it could have gotten much better and moved up higher on my list. But I did not have the opportunity to do that, nor the money to do go do that. Yes. Because I do not have a rush of fear pass. So, it is number six. Number five, Universal Monsters. Well, you said in the last episode why you were a bit more disappointed in this one. Remind me. You were... I forget. (laughs) You were hoping for more with the Invisible Man. But you got slightly disappointed. I think I just had a bad run through because, you know, either it was a changing of the cast or... I don't know. Because the one thing I wanted to see wasn't there... Obviously, spoiler alert, when the Invisible Man was supposed to swoop down and, you know, scare you, Mm -hmm. or so I've heard, that didn't happen. I saw a couple places where that could happen, but it just didn't happen. So, I just really liked Universal Monsters. It could honestly be number two just for the set design. Like, I didn't tell you this, when you first walk in, I think it's London that it's set in, Mm -hmm. and... You walk in, and there's, like, a London police officer up on, like... It's, like, a sewer in front of you. And then there's, like, a walkway up there um, on top of the sewer entrance. Like, a road, I guess. I don't know. A bridge? A bridge, maybe. But we're, like, below. And there's, like, an officer up there screaming, Go back. All the monsters are attacking. Go away. Leave. And it's just very themed. But they also made water effects on that room since, you know, it's London. It's always raining in London. (laughs) So you're actually getting rained on. Fun. And I just thought that was really cool when I walked in. Yeah, that was my number five. Number four. Blood Moon. That was a beautiful house. Easily could have been number two again. (laughs) Okay. Apparently in... Apparently there was a big blood moon, and I just didn't pay attention. Good job. Beautiful house, great acting, good scares. I wish I could do it again, but I cannot. I wish I could do it at all. If you watch the YouTube videos... It's not the I same. I don't care. You have a podcast. You need content. <sighs> Yeti is my number three. Maybe if you watch the videos with me. We'll see. Yeti number three. That was such a good house. Mm -hmm. I want to go through it again and again and again. I want to see the bear. I want to say hello to the bear. I want to actually see the killing of the baby Yeti. Oh my word. Apparently there's also a scene in there of a human baby getting killed. I don't like that. Because it's just like the boy kills the baby Yeti and then the mother Yeti goes and seeks revenge and starts killing everybody. Uh Uh-huh. It's a fictional story. Yeah, but still, ever since I became pregnant with Thing 1. You can say his name. It's out there. It doesn't matter anymore. I slip up. Oh, well. 
Jack. Fine. Ever since I was pregnant with Jack, any scene that has to do with, like, babies dying or getting hurt or anything, now I notice it, like, a lot, and it bothers me. I had a dream about Jack last night. Good for you. I had a dream he flushed a sandal down the toilet. Okay. That's not bad. <laughs> and then he tried to eat the sandal after he tried flushing it down the toilet. I wish that didn't sound like reality. But that is reality. He has Anyways. not flushed anything down the toilet. Yet. It's like that one book I had as a kid. It was like a book of like a baby flushing everything down the toilet. Like keys, money, change. Okay. I hope Jack doesn't flush my keys down the toilet. <laughs> Apparently, you had flushed something down the toilet before. I do not remember it. Your mom told me the story we the other day. don't need to talk about it. <laughs> I don't flush keys down toilets. Fine, what did I flush down the toilet? We... They don't know. It was a toy, but it caused a really bad blockage. And to the point where, like, it traveled down the pipe, but then it got stuck. And fortunately, it got stuck in an area that wasn't too bad where they actually had to start tearing up stuff to get to the pipe. I don't but remember yeah. this. <laughs> you nearly caused them to like get their whole backyard destroyed. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> Maybe I should go flush a toy down the... Anyway, you're number two. My number two is Exorcist. Okay. I was expecting this one lower on your list. I thought I was going to be scared through it. Uh-huh. It was not that scary. Is that the only reason why it's higher? No. I thought the theming was great. It was really cool. There were some uh, scares that I didn't get. Oh, because I, they were pushing you through? I don't know. There, I think there was supposed to be a scene. Like, you know how back in the Stranger Things houses... <laughs> okay. What? Have you never seen that before? I've seen it before. It's just creepy. Sticking his Speaking paw. of spooky things, our cat is just sticking his paw underneath our door. Just let him in. I swear, it's just like whenever we record, he's just like, I must cause as much mayhem as I possibly can. Because once we're done recording, he comes back in and he's all snuggly. Yeah, he just, he's very lazy. But then we record and he's energetic. Okay, anyways. So back in the Stranger Things houses, I think this is one of the scares. You know how Universal has that, uh... It's like a... It looks like a wall, but, like, portions of it are, like, fabric where they can, like, push a face through it and make it look like something's trying to tear through the wall from, like, another dimension. Yes. I'm thinking Stranger Things right now. But yeah, because they used it in Stranger Things. Yeah. I think they even used that. The first season. I think they even used it in the show where the Demogorgon is trying to come through the wall. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see its face getting meshed through the wall. Yeah. So Universal has that same technology, quote-unquote, where they can, like, push a face through the wall or, like, hands or something like that mm -hmm. without actually, like, ripping it and making the wall texture go away. Hmm. Do you understand? Stretchy wall, yeah. Yeah, stretchy wall. There were supposed to be scenes of that, like, scare, quote-unquote, in the Exorcist house, I think. Okay. Where, like, faces are coming through the wall and, like, hands or whatever. Ew. Because I saw where it was supposed to happen. Like, I, you can tell when you're going through the house slow enough where it goes from normal wall to, like, mesh wall to back to normal wall. Mm -hmm. 
I'm pretty sure I saw that <laughs> and it never happened. I was waiting for it. I'm like, ooh, I really want to see this. And then it never happened. I accidentally did that to someone in a haunted house where I gave them an anticipated scare, but then I didn't. Good job. I was just waiting behind like a doorway. This is when I was volunteering at the zoo. I was uh-huh. just waiting behind the doorway because my job was just to make sure people weren't messing with the props in that room. So I was spying. But I guess someone kind of like saw me through the crack in the wall. And they're like, there's someone back there. <laughs> Fun. Anyways, didn't get that scare. Great house. Apparently there was like smells in the house. Like it was supposed to smell like puke or something. People did talk about that. I didn't smell it. Yeah, because some people were like, oh yeah, I totally s- smelled it. And others were like you. They were like, nothing. Who knows? But anyways, my number one. Numero uno. If you've been following along and you pay attention to what I say, <laughs> you should know what my number one is. It is Stranger Things. Four. Four. I thought the house was so well done. A lot of people didn't like this house. Everyone's, pretty much everyone's main gripe with it is they wanted to see Eddie up on top of the van or whatever. Trailer. Trailer playing his guitar. Oh. You don't see that. That's You fine. see where they're like battling the the bats or whatever yeah you see like his guitar propped up in the corner mm-hmm. but he's not playing it but you hear the music playing doesn't make sense it wouldn't make sense for him to be up there anyway it's not very spooky i mean unless it was at the end <laughs> well because like in the show you have him playing his music and then you have dustin fighting off the bats not while he was playing the music i thought it was while he was playing the music dustin was like running away oh fine whatever I just want to see him play the Or running guitar. towards him or something. It doesn't matter. I wanted to see him play the guitar. He didn't play the guitar. It was still well done. Yeah, it's like, it's missed, but it doesn't bring the house down. Just because yeah. it's not in it. But I thought the theming was good. Oh, my other main grape I forgot to talk about, and I mentioned them a lot because it's Horror Nights. Russia Fear, they mentioned it. Or was it UUOP? One of the two. <laughs> I forget which one. I'm sorry. Vecna. My one gripe was Vecna. Okay. Okay. The costume looked amazing. But... How tall do you think Vecna should be? Pretty tall, right? At least six foot. Yeah, like around my dad's height. The dude was like 5'5 in the house. Oh, so... He was at my, like... He was like at my mid-height. Like, he came around the corner, and I had to, like, look down. I'm like, oh, hi. (laughs) Short Vecna. Yeah, it's just like... Yeah, the poor scare actor then. It's like, give them platform shoes or something. No, just hire a a taller scare actor. Yeah, because if you watch the show, then you know who Vecna is. This is a spoiler episode. Anyways, short dude. Yeah, because the guy who is Vecna, he's one. I think that's his name. Yeah, he's one. He's tall. He's tall. So, I just wish they hired a taller dude. So, you're not looking down at Vecna. Because it's weird, because, like, the scare actor Vecna is really short. But then when you come around to, like, the prop Vecna, where he has, like, all of his tentacles hanging out and he's, like, suspended in the room. Then he's tall again? He's the normal height of tall. Yeah, that's that's a weird. So. Oh, well. Oh, well. Still good. I love the theming. The music in there was amazing. It was just a great house. So that is my wrap-up of my updated hype list. And now, hopefully, we'll not, not 
Ugh. And hopefully we will not need to talk about Halloween Horror Nights for a while. Unless there's some major breaking news. Just insert the uh, Spongebob fish. <laughs> I'm not going to attempt that. I'm not going to either. All right. Good Good talk. All right. So now they should be. you should be hearing some audio from when we were in the parks. Or you're going to. Because our main part of this episode, even though we're already... 25 minutes into this episode. It's going to go down to at least 20. Okay, we're still 20 minutes into this episode, whichever time length after we cut out the beginning chit-chat that gets edited out. (laughs) Our main episode is the Great Universal Universal. Great Movie Escape. (laughs) We'll come back in after, so enjoy. So, we just did... The Jurassic Park. Yes. Escape room. I say escape room very (laughs) previously. That was not an escape room. No. The puzzles were easy. Oh, uh, spoiler warning. This part of the podcast, or this whole podcast, is going to be heavily spoilers. Mm -hmm. We're going to detail the rooms. Yes. Because when I was trying to find a podcast talking about the escape rooms, everyone... With like jumped, vague? very vague, jumped around the uh, jumped around the bush, didn't really tell me about the rooms. I want to know what details about the rooms. That's okay. what I want to know. Kobe and Holly were the closest I got to details of the room. Ow. They, I didn't listen to their episode. Well, I mean, they like, gave I, details, but they didn't really spoil anything. Okay. I'm going to spoil things. I didn't listen to theirs because I didn't want to be spoiled at all. Okay, so, Jurassic Park, the first room you go in, oh, by the way, the theming of these rooms, pretty good. I so really good, loved it. so beautiful. We also, we loved it so much, we turned around and booked Back to the Future. Yes. So we're waiting for that, that's going to be ready in an hour. Mm-hmm. So we're going to record our review of Jurassic Park. First room in the room, what did we do? Okay, so we went in, we got a little introduction video from Riley. Yeah. Who's Riley? The person who comes along with us. Oh, I like, thought that was the AI assistant. No, that's Ace. Okay. Ace, who we never really heard. Yeah, Ace really. We Ace came. Okay, Ace came into play one time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's he it. was supposed to come in at the beginning because she'd like say hi or something like that, and then there was an oh, awkward yeah, and, pause. Yeah. So. I think that part of the room was broken, it, like it was supposed to. But anyways, we get an introduction video. She's telling us, hey, they're here to be, like, tested for some... I don't remember we what it was. We were basically hired by, I think it's InGen or Biasin. Yeah, because we were supposed to send... She was sending in, like, our results of this test to Dr. Wu. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, so the first room, we have to, like, match the genomes of different dinosaurs... Mm-hmm. That was so easy. Basically, there's three screens in front of you. You say easy, but we didn't get all Once of them. we got it, we were flying through it. True. So there were three screens mm-hmm. with handlebars on either side of the... Three vertical screens. Three vertical screens. Middle screen had no handlebars. Two on the left and the right side had handlebars. And there was dinosaurs in either one, and we had to... Hold on, we're moving. If you couldn't tell, we're in the parks right now. Let's just not sit, stand somewhere where 
directly underneath speakers. Want to walk near Anahitos? Yeah. Okay, anyways, handlebars on either way. Dinosaurs on both of those screens, and in the middle, what yeah, was on, on the middle screen? On the left screen was the Indominus Rex. Yes. On the right screen, like the rightest screen, is the dino that we were supposed to be matching the GMs to. Yeah. And in the middle was nothing, really. Yeah. Until you... Got it right. Got it right. Then the Adominus Rex would show up. Okay. So, basically, you take your handlebars and you slide it up and down on the screens. And it reveals... Different parts of, like, the DNA with yeah. different letters. And on the... To the... On the wall right to the screens. Yeah. There's a smaller screen that you're supposed to go through and find the dino that you're matching the geomes to. Uh-huh. And then, so you'll go, it'll say, hey, you need to find this geome from the Indominus. Did I just type Indominus. <laughs> there you go. And then the geome from this other dino. So then the people would have to move the screens to get the matching ones and then press a button to verify it basically yeah. and i think each dino had four geomes yeah and they got progressively longer like yeah. the amount of letters that you had to match yep got bigger so it'd take you longer to figure out mm -hmm. all right because so. sometimes they'll have similar letters you have to make sure they're in the right order yeah all right next room yeah what was on the next one this room i really liked you went in and oh. there's a paddock there was a raptor cage in or there. Or not paddock. Yeah, cage. Yeah. And there was a screen behind, like, the cage where... You could see was a it? raptor. Gamma? Was that the name? I think it was Gamma. Gamma or Bravo? Yeah, one of those two. I don't remember. It was not blue. No, unfortunately. <laughs> but it was a raptor, and it was pretty cool. It was, like, kind of growling and, like, I wish, like, in the Velocicoaster cube, they, like, shook the cages or whatever mm -hmm. when they would rattle. I wish they did this with that cage. Yeah. It kind of gave the feeling it was doing that because yeah. there was air kind of blowing into it to kind of make it feel like the raptor was breathing on us. Yeah. But it was really cool to be in that room anyway. But yeah, so in that room, you basically have to feed the dinosaur and there's four tubes. Um, I'm not, they're like, what were they called? I'm going to say two, just for the sake of the time, I want to say tubes uh -huh. and there's buttons on these tubes. And each and at, button was, each push of the button was 10 cc's. Yeah. So, and then on top of the room, there's like a little ledge with like different, like five gallon buckets mm -hmm. of different things. And it would have, so each. The name of what it, the compound that we're mixing. Yeah. And then underneath, how many times you needed to press each certain button. Yeah. So like each tube with the button had a number on it, one through four. So mm -hmm. one tube was one, one tube was two, so on and so forth. And then on the buckets, it would say two, three, four. And then underneath, it would say 50 cc's, 40 cc's, and 30 cc's. One had 80. One had 80. Anyways, you click that, and then you just basically go through it. And yeah, then, so if it was like 80 cc's, then you'll press the button eight times. And then if you do it wrong, the raptor gets mad at you. Yeah. So yeah, that was that room. It was very easy. There is a secret, but, uh, secret bucket that we almost missed. Yeah, that one's on the floor to the left of the raptor cage. Yeah. If you're looking at the raptor cage. And if you need that compound. Yeah. So... But it was really cool. I really liked it. I like the next room a little... Like, for theming, I like the raptor cage. But mm -hmm. for, like, 
puzzles. Fun funness of the room. I really love the next room, where it was like a cryo freeze room with like yeah. dino DNA. We even didn't do a bunch of this. And we like didn't when really you do the puzzle part. Yeah, when you first <laughs> get into the room, it's there's like a big glass in front of you, mm -hmm. and it's all frosted over. And one of the tubes is red. Is red, and you have to like pull that tube out, take it over to a charge tube, take that charge tube, put it in the one that you just took out, and then take the one that you took out from the dead cell and <laughs> put it in the into the one you just removed. You're basically like charge. switching batteries. Yeah, you're switching the batteries, and you're basically charging them up. Because once all the batteries are charged, then the frosted type screen. Then clears. Like, that is such a cool effect. I know. And then you see, like, the vials like, that you're... that's not a screen behind that. That's... Yeah. There's an actual vial thing back there. So, we were the ones who were kept switching the batteries. Well, our, we had two other people in the room, and they... They... When the room cleared up, they would go look through the glass. There is a screen at the top. Yeah, there's a screen at the top telling Told you what, what dinosaur. There were two keypads... One said carnivore and the other said herbivore. Yeah. So then they had to go to the wall behind us that had a bunch of vials. With, like, codes on them. Uh-huh. And then they had to type in the codes for that specific dinosaur on the screen. Yeah. And they did on that the a corresponding keypad. Apparently the vials were not too easy to read. No, they that was tiny lettering. Yeah. So they had fun with that while Nick and I, we just kept switching, like, the batteries back and forth. Yeah, that was to fun. To keep the screen from frosting over, or the window from frosting over. Yep. All right, next room was the... Uh, what was it? It was like, uh, we were in like the control room. Oh yeah, that was the, the control park. room. I love the puzzle in this one. because this That one, was so confusing. It was confusing, but it felt the most puzzly out of all of them, in yeah. my opinion. Like there's six screens, two rows of three. Uh-huh. Which had the same, I don't remember what they were, but... They're like the same labels in each row. Uh huh. But it was, and there's also two screens. There was like one screen on the front wall and one to and your left. Yeah. And those which two had screens. Which a bunch of information. That was all of the park stats, like how many people are in the park, how many people are on a boat ride, how many people are in a hotel, what the humidity is of yeah. the park. Just everything you wanted to know about yeah. the park. So they would give you a prompt, meaning like they being Riley. Yeah. So one of our prompts was there were people all trapped on a canoe ride. Kayak. Kayak ride. And so then on the screens, you had to find the corresponding activity kind of thing. Yeah, they show a symbol, so you just kind of find the symbol that matches. Yeah. But it's this multiple screens had the symbol, and, and you, you had, had to, to like, find them on all of them. So one screen would be, like, the puzzle wording. So, like... To get you the code, and the one screen had the codes that you had to find, and then the a third screen would have the place where you input the codes. Yeah. So, like, it would be, hey, if there's this amount of visitors, if it's above or below this amount of videos, input code A, and then you had to look at the other screen that had code A, code B, code C, and then the and third. then you had to input whatever that code from that screen is onto a different screen. So it was that pretty was hard. cool. That was a hard room. Yeah, it was hard because it took us a while to try to find all the information, realize that it's on different screens, because we somehow accidentally put in the right code. Yeah. You may need to keep track of what codes you're putting in. Definitely try and keep track. Yes, because for one of the codes, it was, 
hey, if there's this many videos or this many people put in this code that you had put in for this thing, and we're like, uh, we don't remember. Yep. So, All right, what was the next room? The one that we kind of ended up guessing. It was the pipes that was broken oh, yeah, up by so the panic. Oh, yeah, so basically the Indominus Rex breaks out. They're like, oh, you got to get out of here. So they, like, shove us through, and it's this really cool. It's like you go outside, mm -hmm. and you see, like, an actual, like, outdoor paddock to your left. And air it's like blowing. air is blowing to be like themed to the outside. There's plants. Oh, so beautiful. But basically, there's, there's four, a locked door. Yeah, with four locks. Four locks, and you have to like follow the pipes. Yeah, because each lock had two pipes, which it took us forever to realize. Yeah. You, you had, had to follow, follow it to a switch and then put the correct symbol to the switch. Mm -hmm. And at the end, we ended up guessing. Because it was really hard to, it's not easy to follow those pipes. No. It's dark. And then after that, we get to the, is that the train Cork station? Board. Oh, no. No, no. We get to the train station. Yes. The monorail station or whatever. Apparently a hard puzzle. Everyone, she said everyone gets this wrong, but our group actually got it right. Uh -huh. We ended up figuring it out. Look around the room, basically. <laughs> That's I'm what she said. Apparently people don't look around. I won't give this away, but... For the station that you're in, I'm not going to tell you what number you're in because it's the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. Just, Just look, look around. around in the room. Nobody understands. They all focus to I the board. I got that so quickly. <laughs> like, I walk and in there. And also pay attention to the people telling you the instructions. It yep. only took us a little bit because we were not paying attention. Yep. Um, that room the, was difficult. And then you get to actually the... Actually, not too difficult. It, it was a mixture. Once you... It was one thing that seemed difficult, but really, if you pay attention, it really it's not. And then we get to the cork board room. Which made it seem like you needed to find a key. Yeah, they made it seem like you had to find a key or something. We were slightly spoiled for this room beforehand. Yeah, so... If you don't want spoilers, skip ahead <laughs> one minute. If you don't want spoilers, then you shouldn't be listening yeah, to want... this at all. <laughs> so, the cork board drops down with a loud crash. And the Indominus Rex eyeball is just right there. And also, steam and fog is, like, pushed into that room. Yeah. Like, we were, like, coughing. Yeah. I think well, they were really close to where it shot out. Because li I listened to Kobe and Holly. They told me, they didn't tell me, but they said that was what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, like, positioned myself away for the jump scare. One guy, they didn't, the other people didn't know, they so they're, didn't. like, we didn't looking tell everything. They're, like, <laughs> touching the corkboard, being like, okay, this and this they're trying to figure out the room and then all of a sudden the cork board drops and they get jump scared oh that was so funny yeah and then we get on the monorail and we leave and we get out they're like, ah. our score was 14, 14 out of 20 the hostess lady said most people only get like nine mm -hmm. so i think we did decent we may do it again just to try to get a better score i'm gonna do it again well with connor okay I'll see about bringing you along. Also, we learned, or at least I learned, I think four is a decent <laughs> number for that thing. Because, like, oh, yeah. Because it goes, like, what, two to six? I think. Yeah, so minimum is two people. You can technically do it with one. I wouldn't. Yeah, if you're doing it with one, you're just going through for the theming. Yeah. Because you can just walk through these rooms. Because four seems a good, comfortable number. I feel like six, you would be really crowded in the rooms. Oh, yeah. And you're supposed to be taking turns in puzzles, but then you really wouldn't be doing much. Don't oh, take turns. The... I think we forgot a room. We forgot a room. We did? Mm -hmm. What room? The one where you cranked for the power. Oh, that room. I don't know where it is in the order, but you were it's, just cranking the right power. It's right after the raptor breaks out. 
Yeah, it's like the power brakes, so you had to like make all the switches flip to what they're supposed to be. I didn't know what you were guys doing. I was just focused on clamping <laughs> those cranes. There were plugs that you had to match symbols to, which wasn't too hard. I think it would only be hard if you didn't have someone who's just cranking the power because we were fine. Yeah, so I think that's why it wasn't too hard. One person needs to designate crank. One person needs to be doing whatever you're doing, and then the other person needs to do whatever the other dude was doing. Because yeah. I don't remember. I didn't see anything. Yeah, because there are like four different boards, and then they're like, okay, this is your color. <laughs> and so one person would say, hey, this is this switch number. And then they would look at their thing, and it's like, okay, switch one needs to be flipped up. Yeah. And then they would just go through all the flips and switches and knobs and make sure everything's in the right thing. And then the person who's looking at the answer sheet, basically, then pulls the lever. And then voila, we can get out. Yep. So my... uh. Pro tip for that room, for the cranks, Have a crank the one on the right, <laughs> well, crank both of them as hard as you can to get the lights going, uh, and then you can kind of hear the level, like you can hear the power going down slowly, so what I did is I cranked it really hard to get it all, you know, fully juiced up, and then I would crank the one on the right a lot, crank the one on the left, and I would just keep alternating so my arms didn't get tired, mm -hmm. that seemed to work. Yeah, So I, I didn't really notice the power at all, so good You're job. welcome. <laughs> So, all right, that was Jurassic Park. And now we're going to go in and do the Back to the Future. Yep, took us 45 minutes. This one will probably take us about 45 minutes as well. Mm -hmm. So, see you then. And whoosh, we're back. Whoosh. Oh. <laughs> it's your turn to talk. So, yeah, we went into pretty good depth about what happened in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we kind of have more time to think about it, and uh, we'll be talking about Back to the Future in our next episode, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. But for this one, I really liked it. I really liked how there are lots of screens in this one. It really, We really felt like, or it kind of felt like we're being like scientists kind of thing. Yeah, the theming was so great. Yeah. And it was great. The Riley was super energetic and was like, you got this. It was a little bit jarring sometimes because if we didn't finish the puzzle in time, it was like, all right, now we move on to this room. Yeah, that was really weird. I wish they you got like some kind of audio cue when you actually like gained a point or something. Yeah. Because like you were just completing tasks in this room and I'm not sure if we actually completed the task and got the point yeah after we got our points we're like oh yeah that doesn't feel accurate to what we did at all no i really want to know how they calculate those points mm -hmm. but because apparently we did well but it didn't feel like we did but yeah. if we also at the same time it did i don't know i mean we got 14 that's not bad yeah that's better than average if we ever do it again we will do better i will do it again <laughs> So I'll be interested to see how me and Connor do it. Because I think the next time we go to the parks, we're just going to walk up and see if they have availability. Yes, because when we did it online, we don't get an annual pass holder discount online. No. The only way to get your annual pass discount is if you actually walk up and book right then and there. Not a fan of that. And I'm not sure if that's just for September, because it's annual pass holder appreciation days. Uh so, I will see you next time I go. But, uh, 
Yeah. We did get the discount for Back to the Future. That saved us a lot of money. Mm. I think it took... So if you do before six, it's $60. Mm-hmm. And then if you do it after six, it's $40. 6 p.m. After, yeah, 6 p.m. It's $60. We did both of them before 6 p.m. And the dude said, when I got my discount for Back to the Future, mm-hmm. um, it took it from $60 to $40. Mm-hmm. So I got $20 off each. And if you get the discount for the 40 it might go down like 15-ish. Who knows? Probably. But. If I'm doing my mathing correct. Either way, good discount. Um, pretty on par with what. Uh, no, sc- but why I started bringing that up is because we did it online to make sure we got a spot. We did not need to do that. Apparently, we did not need to do, do that. Because what you saw online was that the Back to the Future room was booked. Booked for the whole month. Apparently, that was not even close. Yeah, because when I walked <laughs> up and I'm like, hey, do you have any availability by any chance for Back to the Future? I know you're all booked up Fully for the month. Fully expecting Fully nothing. expecting nothing. And she goes, oh, yeah, I'm free practically all day. And it was on Sunday. But we're getting to Back to the Future territory. We'll talk about this next week. Right yeah, now, I'm going Jurassic over World. availability. Fine. Availability, very good. Um, there were a lot of people in there doing escape rooms. Mm-hmm. They run every 15 minutes because they conga line you through those. Yeah, we didn't learn this until like after the whole thing. It was like a conga line. Which was nice because we were the first group to go through. So we didn't get held up in any rooms. Because mm-hmm. like if you, a group's going slow in front of you... We didn't really have that problem either, I don't think. Right, but if a group is going slow in front of you, they throw extra, you know, tasks at you. Mm -hmm. To, you know, make it seem like you're not delayed, but in all reality, they're just holding you there for extra time. Which also confuses the point system even more to me. Exactly. Anything else you want to talk about for Jurassic Park? Or not? No, we'll see. Oh, we do have to give warnings for the house, uh, that escape room if you are partial to strobe effects yes and fog yes oh definitely the fog in that yeah one. if you are sensitive to fog tell a team member we I'm got not, like blasted i'm not sure if they can turn the fog off i think they can because when i was watching looking at their tablet before they send you in the room i think there's a question on there for turning off the fog i saw the word fog mm-hmm and it had like a toggle switch next to it. So they may be able to turn it off. I also don't know if it was because of where we were in the room. In the corkboard room, we were to the... We were close by the door. We were, yeah, to the right of the corkboard, close to the entrance into that room. Uh-huh. And we got blasted. Well, yeah, because that's where the uh, fog effects So happen. go up, probably go on the other side of the room. Maybe you won't get hit as bad. Oh, yeah, just go to the far left of the room. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Anything else we need to mention about Jurassic Park? Do you think we covered it all in our park audio? Yeah, I don't think we forgot any rooms. No. Yeah, so that's it. All right, that's it. We have socials. Yes, we, we have been forgetting to plug them in. But we have Instagram and X 
or Twitter. Twitter. Everyone calls it Twitter. I mean, we don't use Twitter, so we might as well just forget I about Twitter. I put something up on Twitter the other day. You used Twitter? I did. It was weird. All right, congrats. You can now manage the Twitter. <laughs> I don't know what to put on Twitter. I don't I know. don't care. It is yours to manage since you mm. put something up. Lovely. But anyways, on both Instagram and X slash Twitter, we are another universal podcast. Are there spaces? Nope. No dashes. All. You wanted to put an underscore? You wanted to put underscores. In it name. makes it easier to read. Doesn't make it easier to type. We are another underscore universal underscore podcast. <laughs> JK, that is not what we are because yeah, that is a mouthful. Actually search that up. Just search another universal podcast. And you'll find, you'll even see a picture of Ash, who is mentioned frequently on Instagram. Yes. You can see the menace himself. (laughs) Because our dog is well behaved. Well, he barked in the last episode. Oh, wow. One bark. A couple episodes ago. I don't remember at this point. One bark. Woo. He is pretty good. (laughs) He sleeps. All right. That's how you can find us. And that's the end of this episode. That's the episode. Bye. Peace out. No.